Hello and welcome to 26 and Under, the anime re- review podcast, where we watch an anime in a week and review it at the end of the week. Uh, sure. <laughs> yeah, the funniest joke of that sentence was in a week. In a week, usually. Um, whenever a season changes, like not even a video season or... Yeah, whatever. whenever an actual season, season of passes. the year passes... We run into issues with schedules changing and work I- workflow issues. Yeah. Um, this week is the finisher to our four animes that we were supposed to only watch in two weeks, which extended drastically. Drastically. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, we started this early April. It is now... You can't time the episode. Can't date the episode. <laughs> How Able. dare you? How dare you say it's almost May? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. It's really July. It's really July. <laughs> Henry's here, by the way. Yeah. So we, we are joined by Henry and we're joined by Gable and no Rob this week. Uh, we're going to be having some it, because of scheduling issues. We're going to be cycling Rob and Gable. Every sub, every other episode because life, life, and deal with it. Fight us, yeah. If you don't like flex. it. Weird <laughs> flex, but okay. Weird flex, but okay. No, not even just, just flex. Just flex. Oh, just flex on all the haters. It, yeah. yeah just, oh, okay. It's, a, it's um, a visual gag in an audio format. So hopefully, uh, we will get this resolved at some point with schedules and be able to be in a. Uh, be able to all record in, in the same day again. But this is our solution to the problem at hand currently, so we don't delay recording episodes any further. So let's get started with Sunday Without God, an anime that has a really cool premise. Uh, and then dashes fa- my hopes across <laughs> the rocks. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Fails to keep the premise up because I feel like the editor told the writer to do other things. Yeah. Um. So first impression for this, this was something that I watched weekly as it was airing. Um. I really enjoyed. I still enjoy this. Like even now, but now having rewatched it, I can acknowledge the faults of. Oh. All I all I had good memories of was like the first two arcs. And then the great, and then one of the like later episodes, where they're all about this really cool world, and I forgot all this other stuff that's super generic and boring. Uh let's jump over to Henry. Uh, so the premise was super sweet, like 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 you were saying, like the first few episodes are sweet, but afterwards it was just like uh, okay. <laughs> I think what might have actually been worse for me is that uh this has a English uh. Dub. Dub, which is convenient because I get to do other things. And unfortunately, the other things I was doing took precedence in my mind than this. So that probably says a lot. That's fine. Um, one of the problems with the English dub is definitely the main character's voice. Oh, my gosh. It's worse in Japanese. Is it really? It's way worse in Japanese. How? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, There's an anime called Black Clover. No, you should know. only watch it in English just to avoid the Japanese voice actor. 
<laughs> Gable is face palm. Face palming my mic. <laughs> so Gable, how about your first impressions onto this? So I watched Dead Man Wonderland when it was current. Yeah? I was sold, like bought out, ready to fucking go with that series when it was coming out. And then it started getting into the anime shonen blood battle bullshit and the like and, later and, arcs. And stopped being about the surviving in a crazy fucking jail. Yeah, and not surviving in a crazy like murder circus. Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> and dealing with powers that you can't control. Yeah. After being burnt out on that and watching the first few episodes of this, I was like, it's not going to be like this. It's not, and it was. And then it was. <laughs> <laughs> I I will I will try my best next time to not have your hopes dashed against the rocks. I mean I mean it's, there's no longer gonna be are going hands. to be dashed across the rocks like for now twenty two more episodes. Scarring my back for all eternity. <laughs> No matter how many times you try to avoid it, it's going to happen. So I was just disappointed because the premise seemed very promising. Yeah. The premise is super sweet. And then got kind of out of it. Yeah. Yeah. The, it, it ran away from that premise really quickly. All right. So let's get into our characters for this series. So our, char- our main character is i asta right yeah yeah i austin that does not that's not how they pronounce it in english though but okay it's it's uh i austin in japanese Yeah. yeah uh she is a half gravekeeper which are people that uh well, let's explain. Okay, yeah, let's actually explain this world because <laughs> this world needs the explaining before the yeah. characters do. We should have actually put world as a character. As, as a, a character. character. Yeah. So in this world, um, the god said, can't take any more people in heaven. That's it. We're full. We're full. You're all stuck there. I fucked up. Yep, we <laughs> fucked yeah. up. Done. Everything's yeah, in done. The, in the continuing tradition of... Uh, Japanese media misinterpreting uh, Christianity. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was having a good chuckle about that. Yeah. But um, so it's like everyone's gone to the rapture. We people don't naturally die anymore. And like if they would take physical injuries or if they would grow too old and die, they're kind of just stuck there. Yeah. They just continue to zombify or it's more like deteriorate yeah not zombify that's kind of both yeah i mean like they they bring up in one of the future arcs like if left unchecked people turn into like walking mindless beings that are only there to like kill Mm. aka zombies but them sweet sweet zombies uh people still live people are still living their lives and enjoying what they can yep um, and there's a group of pe- of beings called gravekeepers that when people accept their death and want to die, the gravekeepers bury them and they are finally put to rest. 
Yeah. They perform that is, that is some, the nicest way of putting yeah. it. They perform a ritual and then their their being, their essence is put to rest. Yeah. Um so we now go to the characters. Our main character is a half gravekeeper, half human, which is something that should not exist. And yet and yet does. Um because do, Due to weird circumstances that are not explained. Because anime. It's it's not it's not because of the circumstances, it's because of the timing. Yeah, 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 you're right. It is because of the timing, not circumstances. Because uh she, I I was born I, three yeah. months before God decided to pack up and leave. I think she was actually conceived three months before. Because I think because uh the her dad explains that when he was still with uh her mom her mom was still human and then the stuff happened and he lost her and he's been looking for her ever since so there's a theory so there's like interpretation that she could have been pregnant at that time that it happened and gave birth to i at that time interesting again there's no we don't have a point of view for I because she was either too young to remember when it happened or was not a lot or was not born at the time that it happened. Mm. Um that that is needless to say that she has the powers of a gravekeeper but the emotions of a human. Yeah, that's one of the characteristics of a gravekeeper is <coughs> they no longer have emotion so that they're not bogged down by all the death they have to handle. Yep. Uh they are very like automaton or robotic very much so yeah apathetic apathetic yeah um now her character is very well done she's just very optimistic and bright all the time though which kind of drives gable crazy as he's giving me a crazy look drives me crazy i hate this character she is the worst protagonist for this kind of series Okay. I, get, I, I think get that I get that she's naive and not used to the new world because she's been in her village this entire time, but like, I think if written, we're in a world where like hedonism is implied, yeah, and yeah. it's like, yeah, maybe you should uh, listen to your elders yeah. and not want to see the pretty castle. <laughs> I think if written better, her character could have done well. But Probably. I mean, she's written like uh what, 8-year-old or 12-year-old? 12-year-old, yeah. Yeah, she's she's written as a curious 12-year-old that's never experienced the outside world. Yeah. So, in that but but even at like that age, like with what she's had to do with I don't know. Oh. Uh, she, I just feel like her character wasn't written well. Like her circumstances in like Leaving the village, the circumstances involving that, it's difficult for me to believe that she's that naive when it comes to certain things. Exactly. But she is written very naively. Yeah, she is. Exactly. Driving drives me nuts. Ah. So our other main character? Yeah. So she's so this is a genre that I so this kind of tries to go into a genre that I like to call the road trip anime yeah where we get a group of characters and we watch them kind of like just move around and so the her our secondary main character is 
Julie or Yuli or however they want to pronounce it. Um, oh, it's Julie in Yuri. Japanese. It is Yuri in uh, it's pronounced Yuri in uh, Japanese. Oh well, they said Julie every single time. So I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you either. I'm looking at the Wikipedia page to remember the name. Anyways, um, he is a friend of I's father from before shit went down. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a family uh, that after after stuff went down, his wife was uh, deter- or his wife died, but kept living and because. I think the term for that is like the deceased. If yeah, I remember correctly. yeah. His his wife became one of the deceased, and one uh, of the other characters had to kill him. Yeah, I's father put him down. Hampani um, And then later on, we find out that, or when he re when he enters the story, he doesn't have his daughter anymore, and it's a, and it's implied that he had to put down his daughter as well mm-hmm. due to her becoming part of the deceased. Um. He's very. Uh, that's as deep as the character ever goes. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like he—he's put up to be the love interest, or you know, uh, he to be the father figure for I because her father leaves very early. Mm. Um, and then the other characters set up to be her mother figure because yeah. her mother's not in the story outside of like the first arc. Yeah. I don't know. Um and he's kind of just he he just feels like a dad. Like that's the best I can describe him. Yeah, but like it feels like he was set up for so much in the like first episode or two. Yeah. Like and everything then, we just talked about him was in the, was said in the first episode. Exactly. <laughs> and then like it was dropped. And then he like kind of felt, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He got dropped, like, nope. Okay, we're not doing that plot line. Why, Woody? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want to play with you anymore. <laughs> Damn, right in the childhood. Give him Jeez. So, next up, we have Scar, who is herself a gravekeeper. So, she's emotionless. Yeah, she is emotionless and all that stuff, but she has actual. Uh, she has some stuff that goes on that she ends up gaining emotions, which is weird. Or signs of emotions. Yeah, signs of emotions. She becomes attached to a, a child and everything yep. and starts raising it as a mother. Um, it's very... She's she's a very interesting character, at least in my personal point of view, because you get to watch a person who is not used to emotions having to experience emotions now is it i don't think it's like super well done but it's still an interesting like idea yeah gable probably the most interesting thing about the gravekeepers was the gravekeeper houses oh but like other than that i don't really have much to say about them okay uh, and finally, for our main characters, I did the air quotes. Uh, we have Alice, who comes in in the third or in the second, no, third arc. Shows up in the third arc. Magical high school. Yeah, he shows up in Magical High School. Um, he's very uh, angry, 
brooding teenage boy who doesn't like the world and apparently wants to destroy it all. Uh, and he relates to the later half of the series where it feels like they dropped the entire idea of the world away and went, let's try doing something else. Yeah. Which is which is important for him because he's the he's the point where you can see the plot take its swerve away from where it was going. Yep. To a whole new area that is not where we were expecting it to go. Um his character's fine, I guess. It's Yeah, it's fine. It serves the plot. Yeah. We needed another like character i could like talk to we needed that somebody wasn't, like dad yeah we needed somebody relative to eyes age that could be like the last dude that we had that that was in the party that was like that was the dude from ortis yeah yeah the dude that's like fi- a bunch of people's parts put together yeah it's fine <laughs> um and finally, we put in him him in the last because we thought about him after we put in the four main characters was Hapney Hambart, who is I's dad. Hampany Hambarto. Um, he goes by that uh, alias constantly for an unexplained reason, or no, it's because it's the name that it would be a, it would be recognized by her mom. I think because she always like joked around calling him that or something. I don't know. Nope, it's not explained. Never mind. No, the alias is just a fairy tale. Yeah, because he believes he because Hampany Hampart is the a fairy tale monster made out of yeah. several parts. And oh he yeah, believes himself to be that fairy tale um, monster. A monster. Yeah. So he is very grim. Like he actually feels like a like who was intended to be the main character of this world, like he fits this world way, way better, better as a main character than, than I does. Yeah, that's what I was expecting with yeah. the if you, first like episode. I was like, oh yeah, it's going to be yeah. I dragged along by with, yeah, uh, Humpty Humpart, yeah. even though Humpty Humpart is a fucking murderer. <laughs> if you explain these two characters side by side, you wouldn't think that they're part of the same world. Nope. One seems like they're from a shoujo <laughs> nope. happy anime, and the other one sounds like he's from a seinen. Yeah. Yep. Also, speaking of shoujo, you, the funniest thing about Julie for me is that his like character design is exactly like a love interest in a shoujo, but he's just <laughs> old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, actually, he, he has the hair and everything. You, you, you are very <laughs> right on that. That's awesome, actually. All right. Every time he came up on screen, I just had to <laughs> laugh about it. All right. Into this plot. So we've explained the world. So we can now explain how the story starts. We start with I in her village having happy times with the villagers. The, villagers. the world seems fine yeah. and beautiful. Nothing seems It is of, working well. Yeah, everything I mean. seems fine. The villagers kind of seem a little bit weird when they talk to her about some stuff. I mean, yeah. in the first episode, we get the plot dump on why God left. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then and then we're introduced to the villagers. Mm-hmm. I think we're dropped in the middle of uh, the villagers getting murdered. Yeah. In she, the first like episode. Like the first. Oh, yeah. She comes back into the town. Yeah. <laughs> they're the, just all dead. The first bit is she's standing there as 
uh, her dad is gunning down the last of them. Um, and then we go through the steps that she got to there to that point where she was happily uh, t- create, getting graves ready and everything and then comes back and the entire town slaughtered. And that was because they were all already dead. See, part of me is like, yeah, she's like part grave robber. So, of course, she would have made 24 graves for each of the villagers because she like subconsciously knew everybody was already dead. Because like, I think she was just over eager. Yeah, she was over eager because it's now her. That's job. like her entire character. You know, you know, I know what I, I what I had this the feeling of when they when we had this arc. What? That the village killed her mom. That's po- that's probable. And that they posed her as the new gravekeeper for the fact that they didn't know if she was one or not. I think that's reasonable, actually. Like, if her mom figured out that they were all just like that, everyone was dead. Like, or if they were too f- afraid that her mom would just decide that they needed to go. Yeah. Because <sighs> her, because we found out that the gravekeepers know where 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 the deceased are. Yep. So like the mom could have known that they were deceased, was not doing anything, but they were too afraid to deal with that, so they did away with her. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. It. Like explains it later on what the whole village situation was with the mom, and it's kind of a cop out in my opinion. Oh, that the mom wants a place where the no, dead. No, it's because I doesn't like get to feel anything after her village just gets murdered in the first episode. Like later on, she's like, "Yeah, my entire village turned out to be deceased," and then kind of just brushes it off. Yep. Yeah. Like. But- they were all dead people. It, it's, it it just doesn't connect well. Yeah, with her character as, as a character who is supposed to be feeling a lot of emotions. That yeah, she it is didn't, not feeling those emotions. It which didn't is kind well. of like that's part of the reason why I was like, oh yeah, she's part grave robber, so of course she has like weird disconnects, and that's probably why she like figured this out and figured this Probably. out and that's why she could figure this out but for this arc specifically like this arc just goes over fully introducing our traveling characters yeah so her her, her father scar, scar and, and julie and julie all get introduced within the like first two episodes yep um and her and her fought and this is mainly about her father and dis- discovering that he's her father like it's pretty obvious he's her father from like the I would say from a pretty decent point in you can pretty the only, much the only time it's ever like obvious I'd say is when I specifically calls him out for that name. Oh. Yeah. Like early on it's like yeah, this is uh the usual like hot guns ho teenage kid with the like lolly bait that he's dragging along <laughs> you you mean like uh Damn. gun sword we finally got there like 
the Devil May Cry anime. Like, yeah. oh my god, it is curious. actually. I was curious how long it, were gonna, it was going to take to get there. Oh my god, this is actually trying to set up at the beginning like uh, one of those ser- series where it's like, hey, yeah, here's the lolly bait and here's the dude with the white hair that that's a badass. Oh my god. It does that really fast. Holy shit. Hey, Matt. I didn't even think about that. God of War is one of those games. <laughs> <laughs> it's part of the Damn. same genre, Matt. It is. Damn. <laughs> Atreus is lolly baby. All right. This so, just in, folks. <laughs> so as we go through... Um, uh, her dad ends up getting uh, ambushed and captured by these assholes that are all deceased, trying to become like him because he actually cannot die. Yep. And he's like, the only way I'll die is if I'm really happy after discovering my wife and my kid are alive. Apparently. Apparently. <laughs> so, yeah, he ends up defeating or getting out of that situation killing all them realizing that i is his daughter dying happily like he realizes that his daughter's alive realizes that his wife died a long time ago and just goes and he's like cool peace i'm out and then the credits roll and it's like (laughs) yeah he broke his morals for like one day and decided to hang out with i (laughs) Yeah. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I think Gordis is a really good arc, though. Gordis is fine. It's a better arc. I mean, so the we then go into our, uh, we then get, we have gathered the party, so the party then leaves. Uh, they somehow randomly have a dude sleeping in the back of their car. It's fun. Never explained. Uh, never explained how he got in there. It's fine. Uh, but he oh. says he's from a town of Ortis, which is apparently a town where the deceased get to live. Yep. Yep. And more ham-fisted uh, Christianity references. <laughs> Shh. Sh- you. <laughs> what, is, what does the middle of town look like, Matt? Shh. You. Shh. It's fine. Is it, is it a... Oh, shit. Hush you. Is it a, is it a tower? Hush you. Where all the languages come from? Hush you. <laughs> fine stop with your biblical allegories it's yeah not even an allegory stop it's, with it's your, just ham-fisted references <laughs> stop with your biblical <laughs> referencing yeah this is stop a totally you. normal town this is a, this full is of, a full wholesome of, christian anime full of de- <laughs> <laughs> sir oh yeah. no i couldn't and, I, no and, I couldn't. and speaking speaking of Good whole wholesome Christianity. Oh, bondage. <laughs> was that where? We yeah, were I going wasn't. With I that? was not ready for that. Was, was that where we were going? Speaking of wholesome Christianity, the girl, the black girl with black hair and bondage. So, the, so the chick they come that's wearing the fucking eye gags and the, yeah, yeah. So they come across a town called Ortis, and like we said, it is a town for the deceased. In which case, the living, specifically uh, gravekeepers, are not allowed to enter. But they let Scar in anyways. But they let Scar. Well, Scar isn't doesn't reveal herself to be deceased. Yeah. Yeah. Or not. Uh, sorry. Uh, not a, a gravekeeper. gravekeeper. Um, uh, I had to like wear a mask to 
trick them to letting well, her in? Uh, it's the living all wear masks, or everybody wears a mask in town. Yeah. So you cannot discern the living from the deceased, because it'd be an easy way to discern the di- living from mm-hmm. deceased. No. Mm-mm. Okay. So I'm uh, wrong. The living's confined to a trade district. The deceased have the majority of the city. So that's the whole plot with the princess later on is that oh. the living can't reside within the yeah, city. Yeah, you can't go into the in the city proper without uh the whole, becoming a part of the, the whole city. mask thing is because there was a festival going on that was ah. base, basically ah. we the missed whole, that detail. Uh no, we watched this like I we also did watch this like 4 weeks ago. Four yeah. weeks ago. <laughs> it was a festival going on that celebrated ago? No. Not that long. Not that long. It was a long time ago. Relatively long time ago because it was the first one of the four that I watched. Same. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, the festival was about uh, fucking shit up while you're dead. Yep. Because they could do that. Yep. Hedonism. Yeah. It's fine. So the not main like side dude ever. I don't know what his point like purpose was besides just exposition dumping later was like yo living shouldn't be here please get out yep that's all he was that's all he was um so we learn uh, a few things also that uh live uh so we go through a bit of stuff she becomes friends with the princess and everything um and she's like i'm gonna go see the princess because i heard a bunch of people came into town and we find out that I mean you're missing you're missing the fact that witches are a very real thing in the setting and they're different oh types. Sorry. So I forgot about that. Uh nah, not necessary. <laughs> <laughs> Look. So a part of the city's government, there are technically three people now that are made out of a bunch of different people. Yep. Oh, after, yeah, yeah. yeah, they're just people stitched together. Because after God left, uh, there are the witches. Five people involved wanted a child. I don't know if it was like for all five of them or if they all wanted children. I don't know the specifics, but basically, the witch took it monkey's paw, monkey face paw. value. Yeah, ripped them all into pieces. I'll make you out a kid. of. Out of the blood and souls of all five of those people created a like ever living, like really slowly aging. Be shonen boy. Shonen boy. <laughs> and then the witch out of the parts that were left, which is one whole person, a half of another person, and a half of a different person. Went created two more yeah. people. Yeah. Because <laughs> the shonen kid needed parents. I make you into so sometimes five sometimes people. Sometimes a family. So we turn five people into three people. Yep. Yeah. Because that's how math works. Because we yep. lost two people in the exchange. That's, that's not the law of That is not the, the law of equivalent that's exchange. That's how the law of equivalent <laughs> exchange works. Hey, man. God said that. Nope. <laughs> hey. We fucked up. <laughs> God said that, hey, y'all can't fucking die anymore, but y'all ain't birthing anything anymore either. 
We might have forgot that part. Yeah. That, oh, that's I forgot. Yeah, important. we forgot about the fact that nobody yeah. can have kids. That's nobody why can I have so, kids. That's also why I was so special. Uh, that's yeah, also why this her. high school thing that comes up bothers the fuck out of me. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking, uh, not speaking of, but yeah, speaking of high school aged characters. Easiest way I could do the transfer back. I don't know. Transition. Transition. Ah. Yeah. So the Gorn uh, Academy. <laughs> no, we're still in Ordis. So, oh fuck. Uh, I meet the princess through Shonen Boy because Shonen Boy was the uh, headshiker on the van. And Matt, I told you to fucking mute Shh. Facebook. Don't talk about it. I told Go you. <laughs> Go on. But um. So Shonen Boy was the hitchhiker. Shonen Boy introduces I to the princess, and the princess and I get along famously. Yep. Uh, when it's discovered that there is a mass pilgrimage to the city because some living were down on their luck, they uh, it was revealed to I that the humans would have to be murdered, yeah. basically. They get murdered. Because so, you can only be dead to live in the city. So I, being the paragon of virtue that she is, was like, Sweet there's no way child. the princess knows about this. Goes to the castle secretly, discovers that the princess is actually the one murdering people. But she's murdering people through just looking and talking to them. Sweet summer Except child. it doesn't kill I. It, no, because... She doesn't talk at them or look at her. I mean, yes. Yeah. The S- princess was going to glance at her and was saved by plot device lion face man. Woo! <laughs> Good old plot device. Good old lion man. But, um, so Poor after man. I was like, holy shit, princess kills people. The princess might not be aware that she actually kills people. <laughs> yeah. No. And, and then Shonen Boy was like, that's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. Then goes talks to princess. I know that I kill people. Yeah, I know I kill people. Uh-huh. I've learned to just deal with it because people are happy about it. Well, okay then. I never really. Yeah. I... And then it was a really drawn out episode of i shonen boy and princess talking that was like kill me please and then at the uh yeah that's when i started tuning in <laughs> yeah and then uh scar in this place has been having weird hallucinations hallucinations and everything turns out that that's related to a baby that's for some reason underneath the, the church so uh the princess princesses i guess i should say were born to a witch with one having the power over death and the other having power over life, if I remember correctly. Something like that. Something like that. So, uh, and they were born through witchy means, right? So in order to protect the daughter that gives life, the witch basically put the life baby in stasis and had the death baby be raised by a cult. Oh, it, uh, before she was born, before the princess was born, she accepted her mother's wish to kill all human beings before her death. And anybody that she sees, speaks, or touches will be killed. That's the princess girl. 
I don't know about the other one. They have they don't even mention her. Okay. Yeah. So uh Death Witch and then Life Witch. Yeah. Cause I'm just gonna accept it as yeah. that, because that's definitely the theme going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh turns out from one of the uh half person half persons that uh Scar is feeling a phantom pregnancy that a lot of women are feeling in this post god society but it's weird for a gravekeeper to feel that because gravekeepers shouldn't feel anything feel anything yeah and it was mostly spurred on because of the baby in the middle of town yeah because yeah. they they linked Weirdly, unexplainedly. Yeah. Look, and it's magic. and it's definitely magic. hinted at that the gravekeepers that have been trying to reconquer, uh, the town Ortis. Yeah. Is not just because the deceased are like in the billions, but because there's an actual living person in the center of town. Yeah. Whether that's the princess that kills people or the baby, it does it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yep. So, uh, after they deal with all that and get the baby and leave, because they leave on good terms, uh, I gets kidnapped and sent to a magical academy. Yeah. (sighs) (laughs) The sigh, which means you know this is where we actually stopped really caring about this anime. Yeah. Yep, so uh, there <laughs> Thanks, is Gable. a high school, an academy, that snatches impressive young people that were born before God said no more babies, right? Yep. Yeah. And the, the only reason they're taking the kids is because they're going to run out of children eventually and they if they and they get their government stipend if they have kids for every kid that they have in the school that is the entire explained it's reason so dumb. as to why the academy steals children yeah uh all these children made wishes so that apparently uh, came so true. uh just by Goran Academy existing, here's some here's some like thoughts Logic. filled in for you. Yep. So the government still exists. Yep. A government <laughs> is still around. B the government still gives money out. <laughs> there is still an economy after people <laughs> stop dying and stop giving birth. Yep. There is enough children in the nearby vicinity (laughs) to have an upward of nine to ten children in a single class, if I remember my math correctly. Let me find out. I have the list here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, uh, eight, nine, ten. There were ten. Ten whole kids in that class. Are you counting one class? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Are you counting the triplet? uh, I think the triplet is being counted. Hold on. Uh, Student, student. Nope, they're the twins. 
They're the twins. The triplet is not here. I accidentally counted the instructor. That's uh, who I accidentally counted. Okay, so nine. Yeah. So one, two, three, four, five, six, in seven. In a post. Eight, nine, because Ghost Girl and Alice. And oh, no, ten. weren't the twins actually a triplet? Yeah, yeah, but the, the triplet is not a physical body in this in the class. Oh, that's right. And Ghost Girl doesn't actually exist in the class. But yeah. But she's still in the class. But so there are nine children that they could find in the nearby area in a children of men society. Currently. <laughs> and there's Hints that there are more than just this amount of children. Okay. <laughs> and then, and then, yeah. you have teachers who give a shit. Because <laughs> that teacher is out of a job in three years. Yep. <laughs> but it's fine for now. Is fine for She's now. getting her paycheck right now. Good on that teacher. Let me tell you. <laughs> this is a world where we are told that the outside world out of a select few villages has devolved into hedonism, cannibalism, and other nonsense. Yep. The government still exists. <laughs> yep. There is an economy. This is a world this is a world <laughs> world that is tearing itself apart. I mean, we're going to get to the more absurd part when we get to 3-4. They have school uniforms. Yep. Uh, I forgot about that part. <laughs> Working electricity. Yep. Working plumbing. That too. And it's in the middle of a lush forest where for the entire for like the entire journey from Ortis, we were in a desert. And like the village was in like a grasslands and it was like, yeah, this place is kind of out of the ordinary because it's like a miniature heaven. Like that was what the village was yeah. called. So it makes sense that it looks nicer than everything else. And then we go into a nice forest. It looks nice. Yeah, like a forest that wouldn't be out of place in like England. Ah, uh, good old Japan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. So those setting truths exist. Yep. These nine individual children all have special abilities that they got through wishes. All yep. of them. That God, for some reason, granted them each a wish. Yes. Like the blind girl who has the ability to see spirits or see things through not being able to see things. Couldn't she also like tell like distinguish color somehow? Yes, yeah, even since she, the she shape, has shape of color. she has the ability How to feel color, just like certain other like. I think it's called like chromia something or other. Synesthesia. How, how do you understand the shape? No, no, no. There is an color. actual like oh, okay, yeah, yeah. condition that people I have. I understand. But how do you understand the shape of color? That's what it says right here. We're reading the sentence. <laughs> no, no, no. Listen. I, I'm No, I'm aware of the condition you're talking about. No combination 
of senses should allow you to understand the shape of color. But that paints in a pod. The shape technically. Listen, I'm gonna throw this. <laughs> I'm gonna throw this glaze all over you. Don't. I need that entire glaze for my bloodthirster. But, like, okay. So, <laughs> all right. And we go into the twins who have a triplet that was absorbed <laughs> into both of them. Because that's how twins work. Yeah. They're, no, their sister died and then was buried by a gravekeeper, but still remained alive in both of them. Res- regardless of the fact that she died and was buried by a gravekeeper which until this point meant that you were gone <laughs> yep and then we have the dude that eats dirt the dude that eats yep. things uh, the, then there's the person that can breathe underwater and then there's the Heavy like the heavy hitter chick that has a really weird name for Volrath. Yeah, Volrath. Yeah, I was like, (laughs) why does she have that name? Because she's got fucking strength. Oh wait, uh, wasn't the the craziest one? It wasn't was the the dude that was wasn't actually a kid. Oh, the dude that's like thirty or something (laughs) and still looks like a kid. Which one was he? Yeah, there we are. He's uh <laughs> 22, but he look, but he's been he was asleep for 10 years. But so he still has the appearance. So he still uh, looks like a 12 year old. So dumb. <laughs> so dumb. He ripped Van Winkle, but didn't age. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, fuck this arc. <laughs> so the arc is pretty much we got to get out of this fucking school. Yeah, and they set up this really cool like. Yeah, I'm a teacher that has chalk guns. <laughs> and they're, oh yeah, and we didn't even talk about Alice and fucking... Alice, who has the ability to always make three-pointers. I mean... I, nice. <laughs> it was like, his ability was like the buzz bomb something. Yeah, he, he can do everything perfect. Or he always, what was it? Uh, buzzer like beater. Target. Yeah, buzzer, buzzer beater. Yeah. <laughs> That allows him to that's hit exactly, any target. He that's exactly what it sounded like yeah, in Japanese. Yeah, it's so cool when you hear it in Japanese. Buzzabita. It sounds like a freaking JoJo's attack. Um, it was only for that one fucking frame, <laughs> the one scene. Where they call it that? <laughs> and, then okay. we, and then we have. So, uh, throughout the high school, we're dealt, dealing with Alice being an edgy little shit. And <laughs> I not understanding that he's being an edgy little shit. She's so naive. We have, te- I remember you referring to him, teenage Sephiroth. Because he is. And I. It's my destiny. I was made this way. Oh, we didn't even bring up Ghost Girl, but okay. I mean, uh, yeah, okay, so... Alice has a school friend that also has special abilities. And is known as the Witch of the West. Because she travels around and tells people secret information by whispering into their ears because she's a ghost. Compelling them. (laughs) And 
the joke here is that she goes through time and like has the like the Napoleonic like general that she's whispering to about like strategy and shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> so Yep. Let's uh <sighs> Yeah, there's apparently another set of Napoleonic Wars after <laughs> God leaves somehow in the last 12 years. A lot of shit hap- can happen in 12 years, Gable. So much stuff. A lot of shit can happen in 12 years. I think the series would have been better if they kept the supernatural abilities out, out of it. Of it. <laughs> no, no, really? Yes. If we if we didn't even make the girl that kills everybody with her sight and voice and they were just actually gunning everyone down. Yes. That would have been a better idea. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So teenage Sephiroth, his ghost girlfriend that he actually hates for some reason. Right. The concoct a plan to leave. Concoct a plan to leave with the rest of the crew. And uh, the culmination of this arc is that they get out. The teacher stares them down. Uh, they shoot shotguns at each other for like a scene. Yep. Uh, Julie shows up. Julie takes I away, takes the rest of the crew away. And they all get dropped off at this happy village that was a family. That was family to the blind girl who currently... Like the previous episode was having family issues in her mind. Yep. Where she left because she was blind and she was afraid that her parents like would had to deal with her. Yeah. But it's fine now. We resolved that character problem. Yeah, and then we'd never see them again. Thank God. <laughs> Except for Alice and uh D. Yeah, because they have nowhere else to be. Yeah, because they they are for the next they are for the next arc after we do the gravekeeper's birthplace. Because when Julie picks them up, they go, "Hey, where's Scar?" She disappeared, leaving the baby. Yeah, she abandoned her baby. What? What? <laughs> wow. That's that's when I had to actually just like pause and laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Here, here's this weird character development, and drop it. <laughs> So we the, the funny part about it too was that it didn't even show the baby when they got into the car. Nope. It was just the bottle. Yeah. And so it made it seem like Scar just left the fucking child in the middle of the desert. <laughs> <laughs> I was like <laughs> <laughs> Alright. <laughs> okay. That's fine. That's, so Oh my god. We find out that because of the ties between Scar and the baby, the baby is able to perfectly be a compass. To lead us to the gravekeeper's birthplace. Because that's how babies work. That's how magic works. No, it's how babies work. Yes. <sighs> I can't stand this world. <laughs> no, no. You could stand this world till they started adding more and more yeah, rules yeah, 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 to this yeah, yeah, world yeah. that didn't make sense. Yeah. This world was really cool at the start when it was just, oh, people just don't die. I, I apologize. I can't stand the, the whole like details of this world because <laughs> this world started out promising and as it kept compounding different ideas upon itself you went this is bad <laughs> please stop we had a very good simple premise to start 
And it just continues spiraling. Can, can we talk about this when we get to 3 4? Okay. That's the big spiral. I want to like rip that arc to shreds. It's not hard. To shreds, you say. (laughs) To shreds, you say. And the wife? To shreds, you say. (laughs) Okay. Good heavens. (laughs) So we get to the gravekeeper's birthplace. We see gravekeepers just like falling from the sky in meteors. Yeah, and we're in weird Final Fantasy crystal gem area <laughs> and they just pop out walk up go do their job that's yep. how they work because they're organized because all gravekeepers are determined by type yep they all share the same name yep and if then you're a- called scar if you have a blemish like scar has a scar or like so the example being the gravekeeper that comes down in front of them as the like here's the gravekeeper's birthplace example all share the same name with every single blonde 20 year old gravekeeper that's coming down from the gravekeeper's birthplace and they all become a house of gravekeepers that all share the same name same face they just designate themselves differently and I was like that's fucking cool. I didn't want to dig through Goran Academy to get there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a really cool. It's a really cool episode that then goes, and Scar and Yuli are together now. Oh yeah, because Scar finally gets over her like postpartum depression or whatever for whatever fucking reason. But and now we can have the two characters make out. <laughs> we're never gonna see i do that we don't want to see i do that she's like 12 that's hey, creepy there was the fucking pants scene the <laughs> pantsy thing in the first like two episodes that was fucking obnoxious yeah because you could definitely tell it was the cool 20 something eh? year old dude in the lolly bait once upon a time <sighs> so after the this grave- isn't over. Nope. No, it's not. <laughs> that was all one episode, the gravekeeper's birthplace. So now we go into the final arc. Class three four. Alright, so we get we get the full backstory on Alice. Yeah. In ND. that ND. In that the So we're given an expanded rules to the wishes. <laughs> Because that's what everybody really wanted to know more about was these wishes. All right. Yeah. So when God was like fucking everyone else over. He just was granting cl- every wish that people said. The class that class three, four in the small village in Japan. Was it Japan? I don't remember. I mean, it did not say. Yeah. The small village all had one collective wish that they could relive the last year together forever. Forever. Don't let... They all had this collective wish. Yep. Every single one of them, including Alice, including uh, D. D's yeah. the ghost girl's name? Yeah, D's the girl's girl ghost name. All of that, right? And eventually... After a couple of loops, uh, Alice starts to wake up, and so does D. Yep, 
they start to realize, hey, wait. We've lived this day before. No, no, no. They, it's not, uh, no, they don't, the memories only wipe if any of them die. Yeah. The, the main group's memories only will wipe if they die. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. I don't remember a whole lot from like the ending. Cause Th- that's fine. I can I can get us on that one. So we oh, f- I mean I I understood the yeah. three to four. Yeah. I just didn't understood the like final one because I was the, falling asleep. Wasn't the reason they made the wish was because one of them died? Yes. And they're one, like, oh one no, character, we don't want to go through this. Yeah, one character died, and they all went, no, we want him to be fine. So they made the wish. And the and the their their year goes through the exact same thing except for one change, and that change was what accidentally caused the person to die. Yep. Uh so we went through the entirety of. So we find out that Alice, in his his internal amount of time apparently, has gone through tens of thousands of people. Uh, if I remember correctly, the closest number was like 50,000 something. Yeah. He has pulled 50,000 people into this pocket dimension to try to break the cycle of this year. It's fine. Everything's fine. He, 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 has, he, he has to go through Persona 4 every single year. <laughs> he, he went through 50,000 people in this world that has the government, has... has Schools that are kidnapping children. An entire city of <laughs> traitors. Yeah. Like, all of this, he has somehow found 50,000 people to keep throwing into this. Gravekeepers that somehow work outside the fucking law. <laughs> it's fine. Gable. That- Wibbly wobbly timey stuff. When you started pointing out all the things about Goran Academy, I went, you know, you're right. And you know what makes even less sense? 50,000 people just up and disappearing over over a long period of time. In a world where there can't be any more children. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, Alice hasn't aged a fucking day. Yep. Yeah. And he's allowed to leave and not lose his body. But D can't. D loses her body when she leaves. So uh, the wish is made apparent, and Alice basically fills in the gang on what's going on. And I'm kind of surprised they weren't like, "You no. brought fifty thousand people into yeah, this, yeah, yeah, and you yeah. brought That's us." That's the big one, right? <laughs> you, you've brought fifty thousand people in before us, and you never thought to grab a fucking kid to join your class. <sighs> Because that's the one thing he was like. The one thing I, the one thing that makes your group different, is I. Because she's our age. It's like, really, you fuck off. <laughs> that's that. That was it. That and right not, not even, not even that too. I would be pissed if I found out the dude that brought me to this pocket dimension also brought fifty thousand other people, and those people haven't fucking left. No, they've all they've all been come integrated, and they don't society. remember a thing. Yep. <laughs> There's so many things wrong. With this. this pocket dimension adapts to every single person being left here at the turn of what was it, the 26th of July? Yeah, something yeah. like that. They just it just takes this person just, and then like tucks them in. Yeah, they all become. <laughs> 
they, they become, become part NPCs. of the code. They yeah. NPCs. <laughs> and then like this new thing pops in and it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like the state goes and it goes, all right, where do I, where do I, it's just ah, like, it's just, you can be the baker. Yeah. It's this <laughs> giant Tetris puzzle of like, uh, and then, Ooh, this oh, one yeah, here, yeah. And you just slot it in here, and then like this new person comes on. It's like, uh, there. Oh, here, uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. Just it in we here. we can keep doing this all day. There's there's tons of room in this yeah. empty world that was just a school before. Yeah, it's just now it's just a, a town of fifty thousand. <laughs> like uh, that's what you also <laughs> have to like comprehend. <laughs> and and like. When I and the gang are like experiencing this town, it's like small, like Danish town. Exactly, that's like, yeah, it's a small Danish town. But then you realize later, it's fifty thousand people living in that town. Also, it's a small Danish town with a Japanese high school in it. <sighs> One of the worst part, I've been scrolling through these names. None of these names are Japanese except for I's first name and her dad's first name. They're all fucking weird ass what we think of Westerners would name their kids. Like, I'm going to name my daughter Volras. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> all right, we've got Susie, Alice, <laughs> Kirsten, and Volrath. <laughs> <sighs> Fuck this series. <laughs> Have you seen some of these oh. last names I'm reading? Sweet uh Swede Sweat Swedgewood? <laughs> Swedgewood. Far Farin. Gedenberg. That's a little uh, Sagittarius is the girl that can breathe underwater's name. Sagittarius. Sagittarius, oh, as in the zodiac. As in the zodiac sign that is half earth, half wolf. <laughs> like half goat, half fish. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sorry. So we're so we're going through the matrix, right? And Alice gives oh, her one. Oh, we're in the matrix. Oh, yeah. We're in the matrix. <laughs> we're in the matrix. We have are we? <laughs> solidly had the blue pill. We're just chilling the fuck out, right? And uh. Alice drops the bomb that uh, D is actually the antagonist of this like area because she doesn't want to leave. She yeah, just she wants to. Want, she doesn't want anything to go wrong. She keeps fucking with everything. And then we have this weird Death Note esque scene of I'm a place this clue here. D walking by taking clue out. I'm a place this clue here. D walking by taking out. And like. Apparently, Ghost D wasn't uh, physical D, if I remember correctly. I don't remember. I don't remember. Ghost D also disappeared very hilariously, now that I'm thinking about it. Because if I remember correctly, it was the Ghost Keeper episode. And she just like, yeah, she's once just we like, got to the Ghost Keeper, she's like, see ya. Bye. I, I gotta go. <laughs> I'll meet you back at 3-4. Okay. Bye. All right. Just ups and leaves. Just ups yeah. and leaves. Um, and so lots of things happen. Somehow I disturbing shit because she's now in the class and they vote. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry. They vote and every, t- uh, every time B 
before this, they voted for the thing that's always gone to the, what was it, Maid Cafe or something like that? Yeah. So, or no, it's always been a tie and they decided on one thing. So she voted and it swung the vote towards this uh, the other, other thing. thing. Yeah. Um, and that caused the entire karmic destiny of this matrix to fall apart. <laughs> <laughs> that caused the matrix matrix to break. And so uh, D then went, killed one of the students to show all the students that they that what was going on because they all have been killed before, which is fucked up, but okay. Uh, and they get ready to make another wish to fix it. All of it. All of it. And then they don't. <laughs> it just doesn't. And we learn Alex, Alice was the actual one that died and not D. And then Alice doesn't die when we fix everything. And everything. Everything's back to normal. Every, all according to cake. And then it all ends. I did not realize I I picked this due to very fast like <laughs> oh shit moments of Yeah. I picked one thing or I had one thing in mind, Henry picked it. I picked the thing. Turns out we can't watch it legally anymore. Pissed me off. Uh so I went uh 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 I haven't watched this in a while. This one. Man, did you choose <laughs> home run, Matt? I mean I Here. was not the worst one we watched. <laughs> this is not the worst true. one we watched, but I think this falls apart way harder than Laughing Under the Clouds did. But not as bad as Juo say. You're right. Yeah, Juo say. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I'd say it's about even. You say about about even. I say it's about even as far as like yeah. the plot just falling to pieces. Okay. Well, animation was beautiful because you know who did yeah. this? Madhouse. Madhouse. Mm. Yeah. They're really good at their animation. Music was okay. Yeah. They they did the JoJo's thing of starting the ED like five five seconds into the or five or like two minutes a little before bit before the, the episode ended. The episode ends and the and it would always climax to a very specific point and then the yep. ED would start. Um, the the OP uses English church, English prayer and it's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so ranking the anime. C. 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 Haha, I knew where this was going. After it, we, after rewatching it, I knew where yeah. it was going. So, I mean, it has some, some story issues, but the animation like, in the, like, makes, makes up for it. Like, if you could only watch this for the first two arcs, I think it's worth your time. Yeah. Like, like, God, the second it went to high school, the second it went to high school was where, where it fell off. Mm. All right. Now it's time for the fun part. We haven't done this in a while, which means I didn't have random.org ready. So... Stretch for time while I do this. Are you two gonna start your stream soon? Uh. Alrighty then. We still haven't decided on a game. We have to decide. We have to decide on a game before Borderlands Three. 
we also have to decide on a time that we both have nice available yeah which is actually turning into a harder thing harder part than the because what's what's gonna happen oh i guess i'll talk about it like off thing but it basically would mean matt would have to wake up early to at at least for how we are currently scheduled with our lives because there's no way in hell i'd be able to stay up super all right we're ready no i am absolutely not randomizing the degenerate degenerate spirit packed spirit packed all right make sure this isn't some chinese nonsense thing (laughs) that has like number five What was number five? Blood Blockade Battlefront was number five. (laughs) Humanity Has Declined was number three. That one's really weird. Fuck, it says season three. Please don't tell me I'm wrong. Oh, no. Oh, no. Hold on. Matt, I think you need to go in and update your thing. No, it shows only two seasons. One's 12 episodes. One's 10 episodes. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, It is a Chinese one. Woo! <laughs> hold on. Oh. 20 episodes. That's 20 episodes, so... Check check the... Uh, <laughs> check check, check Tencent? Tre- check the... Tre- oh, it's site. produced by Tencent. Oh, boy. Um, oh, boy, the capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> Howliners Animation League. These are only 14-minute episodes. gonna feel like an eternity <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah you've got to type it in by its name uh, by its fucking chinese name linky linky howliners animation studio god damn you did we finally get one that we have to stick with linky where did that jump to i don't know I don't know either. But it says two out of Where four. are we? <laughs> hit, it, hit it again. Linky, Linky two, 2. In this new season. So Linky, Linky and Linky, Linky two, 2. Which is 12 episodes of its own. And Linky is 22. 20, yeah. Linky is 20? Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. I'm going to <laughs> literally double check everything from Outliners. <laughs> um... So we oh, re-randomize man. now. Or we just go five from the top. <laughs> <laughs> we re-randomize now. Or we just go five. Clean freak. Oh, yeah. Oh, this one's sweet. I know this one. <laughs> Clean freak Aoyama-kun. This one's actually fun. This is really fun. Uh, paste. Right? Oh, yes. Yeah. All right. Oh, wait, that's Codebreakers. What the fuck? <laughs> Fucked up. This one. Why the fuck did he go to Codebreakers? <laughs> the fuck? Okay. He is a charming, cool, athletic. All right. He is charming, cool, athletic, a good cook, but more importantly, he's a clean freak. Aoyama is idolized and respected by everyone, but they can only admire him from afar due to his misophobia. Despite that, he plays soccer. <laughs> oh, my. As the playmaker for Fujimi High School Soccer Club, Aoma avoids physical contact at all costs 
and cleanly dribbles toward victory. However, the path to Nationals will not be easy for his underdog team. But alongside striker Kairo Zizen, Aoma will show everyone that even as a clean freak, there are things he's willing to get dirty for. Interesting. <laughs> this is a very silly comedy anime that is dealing that is watching a character play soccer without getting dirty. Strong. Uh, this was really funny from what I've heard about it. I have not actually sat down and watched it. Um, so we now go to Because Moe. And we paste. It is on Crunchyroll and Verve. Hey. So Crunchyroll. So that means no English dub, probably. Boo. Can confirm that in quickly by going to Verve. Okay, <laughs> I was like subtitled. Yeah, only subtitled. All right, there we are. We have Clean Freak Aoyama-kun mm. for next week with Rob. Now that's it for today, though. Mm. This has been Matt, Henry, and Gabe. Signing this, off. This has been the longest hour recording of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Signing off. Bye. See ya. I never want to watch this again. <laughs>